It's a simple recipe, but it would mean so much to me. Turn on the gas and make me feel fine. And all I want to say is, just give me some hot pizza. Hey folks, Steve Siddall here with another episode of Financial Pizza. It's the only podcast that features clips and more from some of the best advisors heard around the country in radio and on podcasts. It's all brought to you hot, fresh, and in 30 minutes or less. If you would like to reach any of the advisors featured here, give them a call, 800-662-6808, or just text PIZZA to 600-700. Well, the advisors certainly had plenty to say. Coach Pete Deruta warns us of a tax train coming. Eric Carney digs into a bit of behavioral finance. Saba Khan talks about longevity and how we have to prepare for it. Mark Giels compares retirement to moving to a foreign country. Well, it was another crazy roller coaster ride in the market and then some. That was the week that was. It's over, let it go. That was the week that was. It started. Well, the market this week had its share of ups and downs, yeah, mostly downs. Now, after a brief recovery on Thursday, Friday, the NASDAQ composite was on pace for its worst month since 2008. It was led by Amazon as well as other tech stocks. Amazon saw its biggest drop since 2006 when they reported a loss and issued a weak revenue forecast for the second quarter. Amazon stock sunk about 15%. While the month is now set to end on a downward trend, investors have had to deal with everything from the Federal Reserve, a spike in COVID cases, a war in Ukraine, and rising persistent inflation. Well, speaking of inflation, it hit another 40-year high, according to a key inflation index. The Commerce Department reported Friday the personal consumption expenditures price increased by 6.6% for the year that ended in March. Now, speaking of inflation, it hit another 40-year high, according to a key inflation index. The Commerce Department reported Friday the personal consumption expenditures price index increased by 6.6 for the period that ended in March. Food prices rose, get this, 9.2% over that same period. Now, stripping out food and energy costs, the PCE inflation measure rose 5.2%, a slightly lower pace than the 5.3% recorded in February because, really, we're not impacted by food or energy costs. The heck? Anyway, the average rate for a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage ticked down a little bit this week, 5.10%. Uh, that, according to Freddie Mac. Social Security recipients are likely to get the biggest booth to their monthly checks since 1981. you got to wait till October, but get this. A new estimate of the 2023 Cost of Living Adjustment, that's COLA, by the Senior Citizens League, that's a nonprofit advocacy group. Social Security monthly payments are expected to increase by 8.9% next year. Holy cow. Current Social Security recipients are making do with a 5.9% COLA for 2022. Before that, the increase was a paltry 1.6%. An 8.9% increase would be the biggest since 1981, the fourth highest ever since Congress instituted automatic COLAs way back in 1975. The likely massive increase in Social Security benefits would be a direct response to sky-high inflation, which is also hitting levels not seen in over four decades. Wow. 
All right, I do the Brokers Behaving Badly segments. We're going to have one here in a couple of minutes. Uh, but I've never seen this before. An advisor at Wells Fargo left the company to work for another. And that's not the unusual part. Once he left, Wells Fargo sent out a letter announcing the death of that advisor. Brian Watson, his name. The letter was sent to former clients who has been an advisor at Wells Fargo since 2014. That comes from his broker check listing. A bigwig at Wells Fargo said in the letter, quote, like you, we are saddened by the death of our colleague and your financial advisor, Brian Watson. The Wells Fargo letter read, now Brian certainly will be missed by all. Sure he will. Now, according to a source familiar with the matter who confirmed the letter's contents, the letter went out to some of Watson's clients. It's unclear how many. They say an error happened when a button was clicked by accident. Whoops. Yeah, no kidding. Wells Fargo has uh, since apologized to all of his clients and really just want this whole thing to go away. Uh, Well, I added the last part, but you got to believe they want it gone. And the advisor, Brian Watson, no comment. Can you say lawsuit? (laughs) Well, it seems like this is probably the right time to share with you the latest broker behaving badly. The Financial Safari News Network presents Brokers Behaving Badly. It's 12 years in prison for this broker behaving badly. Meet David Hu, founder of international investment group IGG in New York City. Hu and his partner both pled guilty last year to running a Ponzi-like scheme targeting investors of IGG funds. According to prosecutors, Hu and David Silver cheated investors by overhauling defaulted or distressed loans held by IGG funds and falsifying documents to create fake ones that were purportedly performing well. The loans were sold to a collateralized loan obligation trust with the proceeds used to pay off earlier investors. The sentencing judge said of the scam, these are the kinds of crimes that... The sentencing judge said of the scam, these kind of crimes are their own set of evil, taking money away from people who have saved it as a way to ease their life in later years. Prosecutors told the judge in his statement that day in, day out, throughout the course of more than a decade, the defendant abandoned his fiduciary responsibilities as an investment advisor and defrauded IGG funds and investors, causing more than $100 million in losses to those funds and investors. Who of West Orange, New Jersey, apologized to the firm's investors and clients, as well as his wife and two children, who were seated right behind him. He said, I betrayed those who trusted me. I truly have failed, and I'm sorry that I failed them. Who and Silver, the firm's chief operating officer, founded IGG together back in 1994. The company specialized in global trading financing, providing loans to small and medium-sized businesses in Central or South America, secured by using coffee, fish, and other food products as collateral. That's just one more reason to always make sure you are dealing with a true fiduciary and look them up on BrokerChuck. there, I guess. All right, time to cook the pizza. We begin with America's Wealth Coach and best-selling author on America's 401k show. In this clip, Coach, along with producer Morgan Patrick and myself, are talking about what we need and what we should avoid in our retirement portfolio. Uh, No-brainer indeed. That conversation continued. Here, Coach describes what he calls the dime worksheet. Let's just pay attention to what's going on. Let's let's uh, roll our sleeves up. There's two things that we don't need in our portfolio, and a lot of folks do when we meet with them. Number one is UFOs. 
unidentified financial objects. You have no idea what they're doing. Whoever sold it to you had made it sound real good, maybe had a nice-looking brochure, then you get your statement, and it doesn't make any sense. Sure. <laughs> so how, how do we go about identifying these and getting rid of and eliminating them? Well, first thing is to review it and see what the purpose of that financial product was to begin with. And a lot of times there was no purpose. It was sold to you. And, Steve, we have to be careful because that's what you feel like sometimes when you go buy a car is you end up with a bunch of stuff you didn't need on the car. Mm-hmm. And then there's the, another thing we don't need in our portfolios are financial termites. Those are risk, fees, expenses, and unnecessary commissions coming out of your money. And a lot of times they're hidden. That's why we call them termites because the termites in the house, you don't see them until it's too late. Well, it's never too late to identify those financial termites. Well, Coach, and the other thing, too, is a lot of people feel like once they've signed on with somebody, they're locked in. That's not true. Second opinions are huge. And these second opinions, you can identify these things. Yeah, and you need flexibility in your plan, and your planner needs to have flexibility, too. But the three main ingredients of a real good plan, Steve, you need upside potential. Your money needs to grow. Of course. And it needs to have growth even further than you thought it would. And it, it needs also, when you have that growth, you need to protect the growth, though. It needs to it protect the downside. So once you get your growth, you don't want to give it back the next year or the next day, whatever. Right. And then we need income flexibility. At any time in the future, we need to know we can get income for the rest of our lives out of certain places where our money is. And then we need guaranteed income for life. Think about that. That, that phrase right there is something when people hear it, Morgan, maybe they're not paying attention or maybe that it doesn't resonate. Guaranteed income for life. What does that mean to you for retirement? That's peace of mind. That's yeah. exactly what that is. That's what it is. Steve, what about you? Guaranteed yeah. income for life. And so, all right, what's the gimmick, Coach? Well, there's no gimmick. We don't need all our money in places like this, but we need to have enough money in what we call the core accounts. Your core accounts, again, will grow when you don't need the money. They'll protect that growth. They'll lock that growth in. And then when you decide to activate, they'll give you a lifetime income you can never outlive. We like to have three, four, even five streams of income coming in retirement. You don't have to activate them all at the same time, but they will activate later at, at your choice and choosing to help you combat further cost increases that, that, are, that happen because of inflation or taxation or whatever. We need to have the flexibility to have more income in the future. It's a no-brainer when we talk about it. Uh, no-brainer indeed. That conversation continued here. Coach describes what he calls the dime worksheet. One simple thing we do when we sit down, when people come in, we go through what I call a dime worksheet. A dime. A dime. <laughs> debts. We need to figure out what your debts. How much debt do you wish to pay off? Morgan, how much debt do you want to pay off? Everything, right? Yeah, I'd like <laughs> to get rid of it. Let's get rid of it right now. Highest interest rates first, folks. Highest interest rates first. If you have a 20 or 30% interest rate credit card and you have one that's 10%, which one should you pay off more? The 20%. The 20% or 30% because every day, every day you let that continue, that's more interest you're paying that you don't need to. Right. All right? Then income. See what kind of income we can have to replace our income when we stop working. In other words, our income right now is our salary if we're working. When we stop working, what stops up with that? <laughs> the, salary. <laughs> the salary. So we need to have our money pay us a salary when we retire. And it should be more than you were making or exactly the same, not less. I see a lot of planners say, hey, as long as you have 60% of what you're making when you're working in retirement, you'll be fine. Why, why not? Every day is a weekend in retirement. Why would you want to have less money? We want more money. More money. Well, Coach, I don't have to pay more taxes. Well, I'd rather pay more taxes on more money than pay less taxes on less money. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Sign me up every day. And then we look at your mortgage, the mortgage balance you want to pay off. Or maybe you don't want to pay off. Maybe you can refinance at a very low rate. See, these all go together in the dime worksheet. And then the final one of the E on dime is education and everything else. Do you have an education fund for your children or grandchildren? Do you have final expense plans? Do you have an emergency fund? All these work together to give you that confidence to approach retirement on your terms. And if you can master this, you can be very close to mastering retirement.
Creating income for life is what Coach Pete and the folks at Capital Financial can help you achieve. America's 401k show airs on several stations in the Raleigh-Durham, North Carolina market. It's also available on Apple Podcasts as well as on americas401kshow.com. If you'd like to reach the team at Capital Financial, visit them at capitalfinancialusa.com. For more on Coach Pete, visit peteondemand.com. Peteondemand.com. Pizza! Now let's check in with Eric Carney in Southwest Florida. In this clip, he and I are talking about how emotion can really impact your retirement plan, not always in a good way. So this is where an investment behavioral uh, specialist will stop in or step in, and you really see the emotions getting in people's ways of making good, solid decisions. Because when people get emotional, they just they kind of just shut down and they don't want to do anything. People will want to move their money into cash, which is kind of dangerous because all of a sudden you have the market that will whipsaw back up. And it's like falling out of a boat that's going 10 miles an hour. At first, you take a look at that boat and you think, well, I can swim up to that boat and I can make up that time. Well, the harder and harder that you swim, you realize that that boat is getting farther and farther away. The other issue is, is that now you're getting extremely tired and you're running out of steam. And so you start to try to swim harder, thinking that you're going to catch up to it. And that boat and you all of a sudden get further and further apart. That's what happens when you go into cash and the market whipsaws back. That market moves further and further and further away from you. So now you think, I have to wait for the market to significantly pull back, and then I'll get in. Well, all of a sudden, three months, four months, five months, six months goes by, you're sitting in that cash, and you've, you have all this lost opportunity. So... The interesting thing is, is that, again, people get emotional and what they're doing is, is that they're letting politics drive their decisions. That's the worst decision ever. And there's going to be a lot of people out there that are not going to like that I'm saying this, but I'm an investment advisor and this is what we do. And the, the whole reason that we got through last year was I didn't care what the international economy did. I didn't care what the U.S. economy did. It's important who's in the White House, but it's going to change over time. So the bottom line is, is that we have to manage money based on who, what the administration does, not who it is. And so emotional decisions when it comes to your money is not a good idea. And that's what we had to do last year was keep people's emotions in check. Eric and his team at Retirement Wealth call Cape Coral, Florida home. His show, WealthWorks Radio, can be heard on News Radio 1580 WCCF in Punta Gorda, Florida, or on the iHeartRadio app anywhere. You can also find him on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your podcasts. I'd recommend subscribing so you don't miss an episode. Visit the website, ericcarneyadvisor.com. That's E-R-I-C-K-E-A-R-N-E-Y advisor.com. He's also on television in the area, Saturdays and Sundays. Check your local listings for times and channels. At pizza. And it's the old good news, bad news trope. The good news is we are living longer. The bad news is we are living longer. So how do we make sure our money is going to last longer than we will? Well, for some insight, we joined Sava Khan from her show, Financially Fearless. In this clip, Sava talks about life expectancy and how making sure you have enough money in retirement is the key. It definitely could. I think that, you know, life expectancy has changed dramatically. Um... The average American will retire at age 66 and live 
until nearly 79 now. Yeah. And we had somebody in our office recently who uh, we had such a wonderful time with him. He's 75 years old, and he said when he was born, his life expectancy was 66 years old. Oh, my gosh. And he's 75 and super healthy right now. Yeah. And so, you know, that's one of the things. When, when establishments like the Social Security Administration were created, they thought, oh, no one's going to live that long. We're not going to have to pay it out. Yeah. But today, everyone's living a lot longer. So for a lot of us, retirement will last a lot longer than 13 years um, because if you're retiring at 66 and you live until 79, that's, yeah, it's there, but a lot of us are going a lot longer than that. Oh, yeah. And that's because the number of individuals who die relatively young skew the numbers. So consider this, a 65 year old woman has a 50% chance of making it to age 85 and a 65 year old man has a 50% chance of reaching age 82. That's why younger workers need to plan for two decades or more of income in retirement. Well, that's a long time to be unemployed. It's a long <laughs> I mean, time really. to be hanging out. And and for current retirees, an ultra-conservative portfolio comprised of solely of bonds, it's, it's not going to be enough to provide enough growth. I mean, I think that you really need to be diverse and take a look at the overall picture because we're just, we're living longer in retirement and the fear of running out of money, I think, is very real. And a big part of what we do is make sure that we put out an income plan that you don't outlive. Right. Well, that's the key. I mean, and, and that doesn't happen by accident. That takes strategy. That takes thought. That, that takes you giving us options to say, okay, if I do this, then this, great. Right. I mean, and, and that's got to be a very satisfying part of your job is to be able to create that and each one an individual plan. Right. And it gives a sense of security. And you're right. It is. It's very rewarding. And I, I absolutely love sitting down and being able to say, look, here's what you're going to have to work with. And we're not going to worry about you outliving this. Yeah. Because this is how we have it set up. Sure. And and it's not, you know, a lot, a lot of times I'll get questions like, oh, it must be so exciting. Or there's so much like, you know, risk or this and that. And I'm like, no, that's that's not really what we do. Right. Exactly. <laughs> we tend to focus on the we're a little more boring. We focus on the safety aspect and making sure that you have a plan in place that's going to be there for you through and through retirement and you don't outlive your money. Her show, Financially Fearless, airs on 94.5 WPTI in Greensboro, North Carolina, Saturday mornings. You can also find her podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Go ahead and subscribe to this one. It will be in your inbox every week. You can visit 1890wealth.com for more. That's 1890, the numbers, 1890wealth.com. Pizza! Now let's head to Sioux City, Iowa, where we find Mark Giels and his show, Mark on Money. In this clip, Mark compares getting to retirement kind of like moving to a foreign country. Maybe you're a do-it-yourselfer, you know, and, and kind, of kind of, you know, managed your money yourself or, you know, allocated your money yourself. Um, but usually there's a time that people realize that things are a little bit more complicated and that's really what retirement is. It's like moving to a foreign country, learning a different language, you know, different customs, all kinds of stuff. Um, and, you know, a lot of times organization is important and consolidation is important because in order to really be organized, you need to bring everything together into, into one picture. And so um, I don't know if that's true at the end of your career or you know, in retirement, but at some point, I think it's important, and usually that happens uh, when people are approaching retirement. They're looking for that um, one advisor, and, uh, you know, I kind of equate it towards, you know, if you're going to go look for a, a new doctor, 
Um, you're looking for the one that, uh, you know, is going to last you for quite a while because you don't want to change. And I think that's really what people are looking for in retirement, too. And that's kind of how we built our firm. You know, we've got a broader range of advisors, older advisors, younger advisors, you know, uh, our youngest advisors in his 30s. Um, and, you know, we'll be here for somebody who's retiring in their 60s. We'll, we'll be there for, you know, 30 years. So you won't have to change, which I think is important. It's a lot going on. I love your description about moving to a foreign country and comparing that to retirement. I really like that. <laughs> well, I, I think it's true. And, and uh, you know, the learning curve in retirement is pretty much straight up. Uh, you got to learn about a totally new insurance plan, you know, and how does, how does that work? You know, for those of you, you know, like me that hate insurance anyway, you know, open enrollment and everything else that goes along with insurance every year and uh, it gets more expensive. And, you know, then you, not only it's just the insurance, but, you know, if you go to the doctor, you know, what doctor are you supposed to go to? What network are you supposed to use? You know, do you need pre-approval for this, pre-approval for that? You know, what tier drug plan should you have? And, yeah, it's just... This is one thing after the, another. You know, it's you almost have to have a PhD just in that to know what's going on. <laughs> you know, one of the things that you've got to really think of, and, and that's why I kind of brought up the point that, you know, a lot of people, they want to be able to be at one place. You know, you don't want to consolidate all these accounts and set up a, a, a strategy, and halfway through retirement, you've got to go somewhere else and redo it. Um, and that kind of goes to the next, you know, thing about retirement is you've got a plan for a long life. You know, it is possible that you're going to live for another 20 or 30 years in retirement. And, you know, you're probably going to have to take some risk in your portfolio. Um, you're not going to probably be able to um, retire and not have any exposure to volatility, you know, to, you know, events like the, you know, like the COVID crisis or the financial crisis or the dot-com crash. Um, I mean, the next crisis, like I say, is just lurking around the corner. We just don't know what it is yet. Well, isn't that a bit of optimism? He makes a good point, though. Nobody saw COVID coming either. To me, it just drives the point home of why working with an independent fiduciary advisor can make a big difference. That's my opinion anyway. Mark Geals and Mark on Money found wherever you get your podcasts, as well as on the website, EFS4U.com. That's EFS, the number four, the letter U.com. Pizza! One more piece of this pie, and it will be complete. So for that, we turn once again to Coach Pete DeRuta on America's 401k show, where Coach says, all aboard, is the tax train coming? So this is where an investment behavioral uh, specialist will stop in or step in, and you really see the emotions getting in people's ways of making good, solid decisions. Because when people get emotional, they just they kind of just shut down and they don't want to do anything. People will want to move their money into cash, which is kind of dangerous because all of a sudden you have the market that will whipsaw back up and it's like falling out of a boat that's going 10 miles an hour. At first, you take a look at that boat and you think, well, I can swim up to that boat and I can make up that time. Well, the harder and harder that you swim, you realize that that boat is getting farther and farther away. The other issue is, is that now you're getting extremely tired and you're running out of steam. And so you start to try to swim harder, thinking that you're going to catch up to it. And that boat and you all of a sudden get further and further apart. 
That's what happens when you go into cash and the market whipsaws back. That market moves further and further and further away from you. So now you think, I have to wait for the market to significantly pull back, and then I'll get in. Well, all of a sudden, three months, four months, five months, six months goes by, you're sitting in that cash, and you've, you have all this lost opportunity. So the interesting thing is, is that, again, people get emotional, and what they're doing is, is that they're letting politics drive their decisions. That's the worst decision ever. And there's going to be a lot of people out there that are not going to like that I'm saying this, but I'm an investment advisor and this is what we do. And the the whole reason that we got through last year was I didn't care what the international economy did. I didn't care what the U.S. economy did. It's important who's in the White House, but it's going to change over time. So the bottom line is, is that we have to manage money based on what the administration does, not who it is. And so emotional decisions when it comes to your money is not a good idea. And that's what we had to do last year was keep people's emotions in check. One more piece of this pie and it will be complete. So for that, we turn once again to Coach Pete DeRuta on America's 401k show where Coach says, all aboard, is the tax train coming? Because taxes are not going away. As a matter of fact, we have a tax train coming down the, the, the tracks. It Steve. feels like it, doesn't it? <laughs> you can feel the rumble. You can't see the train yet, but you feel the rumble a little bit. You know what I'm talking about, boy? Oh, yeah. When uh, Dad was getting his PhD, we were in Delaware, Newark, Delaware, and we lived right next to the train tracks because Mom and Dad didn't have much money back then. And the entire the, state is next yeah, to the yeah, train Yeah, it seems like it. But because of that, I mean, I would wake up right before the trains would come, like 3 in the morning, yeah. 4.50 or whatever. I, I was up and because I love the trains. I'd bounce up and down the crib. I love trains. I wouldn't want to go there now, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> but because of that, I really do love trains. I don't love this train that we're talking about now, the tax train coming down the tracks. Folks, we think about all the money that we've given away as a government, not only to citizens here, but other countries. Sure. Which doesn't make any sense sometimes when you look at where we give money. But the money doesn't come from a magic tree. It comes from you and me. Ooh, that's a rhyme. It's not a good rhyme, though, is it? No. We don't want that. So we have to do tax planning. We have to have our money structured in a way where we know that taxes are going to be higher in the future. I, I really think they are. Capital gains tax is one that we really should be taking advantage of now. We're in a very, very low capital gains tax environment right now. And I, I've talked to people. They say, well, gosh, we've got a 300% gain over here in the stock, but I don't want to liquidate some of it because I have it in a taxable type account. So when I, when I liquidate the stock, I'm going to have to pay capital gains. I said, yeah, but you've had it for over a year. Therefore, you're going to pay long-term capital gains sure. only 15 to 20% of your money only. Well, it's going away. Seems like a big Well, chunk. it's better than 35 or 40%. Right. There have been rumors there's going to be a big increase in capital gains tax. If that happens, think about this. You're taking 100% of the risk. To maybe only well now you get you get eighty percent of the gain if you have, if you're in the twenty percent capital gains category, let's say you're taking one hundred percent of the risk and you only get sixty percent of the gain Ooh. or fifty percent. Why would you want to do it on a risk cost based analysis? It doesn't make sense after a while. So government better be very careful with with how much they decide to raise capital gains tax if they do at all. Sure, and it's not just stocks; it's real estate; it's anything that you have a capital gain in. So we have to know that. Long-term capital gains taxes over a year, you pay 15 to 20%. If you hold it less than a year and sell the stock, it's whatever income tax bracket you're in now, and that could be higher, right? a lot higher for some people. So, again, taxes are going to be here. We need to admit that. There's a couple ways around taxes. Number, number one is a Roth IRA. My daughter, she's 15 now. She doesn't. I really haven't talked too much about it because I don't want her to really know, but I, but I have started a Roth IRA for her about 10 years ago. And not every year, but most years I put in like $5,000 for her. And then I invested in stocks. Well, Apple being one of them. And I only got like 39 shares a few years ago. Now she has 160 shares because it went, it's put four to one. 
and think about this. If she leaves this money alone from age 15 to age 65, you're talking about 40, 50 years, 50 years. Yeah. That money's going to grow. Hopefully, Apple will continue to grow. I have an iPhone. A lot of people have iPhones. Think about what that value. Maybe it'll split up like five or six or ten times between now and then. All that money's going to be tax-free for her. Nobody ever did anything like this for me. Wow. So the secret for your children or grandchildren is to open up a Roth IRA for them and put just some money somewhere in there because they have 40, 50, 60 years of growth now ahead of them that could be tax-free. Mm-hmm. And let's say she gets there and she marries a rich guy, which daddy wants her to do, <laughs> <laughs> and then she never has to touch her Roth IRA. Well, they have kids. She can pass this money on to her next of kin, her kids, her grandkids, tax-free. So you don't have to take the money out. So that's the Roth IRA has a lot of advantages. Oh, you you're don't have creating to a legacy. Yeah, yeah, and a legacy. And so maybe they'll think nice of you when you're not here anymore. I love the sound of tax-free retirement accounts. That and somebody might say some nice things about me when I'm gone. All good stuff for sure. America's 401k show airs in the Raleigh-Durham, North Carolina market. It's also available on Apple Podcasts as well as on americas401kshow.com. Reach the team at Capital Financial capitalfinancialusa.com. For more on Coach Pete, just visit PeteOnDemand.com. PeteOnDemand.com. Well, there you have it. Episode 146 of Financial Pizza is complete. Nicely done. Ready for the digital delivery. Financial Pizza features clips and more from some of the best financial radio programs and podcasts heard around the country every week. All brought to you hot, fresh, and in 30 minutes or less. And if you like Financial Pizza delivered to you every week, well, subscribe to it. And we'll put it in your podcast collection automatically. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app. Anywhere you download a podcast, you'll find Financial Pizza. And as long as you're subscribing, be sure to rate and share the podcast. There's plenty of pizza to go around. Remember, you can reach any of the advisors featured here by calling them 800-662-6808 or text pizza to 21000. I've got links to all the advisors listed in the show notes with this podcast. Financial Pizza is produced, written, and hosted by me, Steve Siddall. It originates from the studios of broadcasting experts in Apex, North Carolina. Thanks for listening, folks. Really do appreciate it. And I'm going to be back next week with another episode of Financial Pizza. I'm Steve Siddall. It's a Coach P Radio. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. Money management is provided by Equus Capital Management. Equus is an SEC-registered investment advisor located in San Rafael, California. Investment advice by Capital Financial Advisory Group, LLC, a North Carolina-registered investment advisor. Insurance advice given by Capital Financial and Insurance, a North Carolina-licensed insurance agency.